1: And check out amazing national sales event deals on Camrys, Corollas, and more when you visit buyatoyota.com. Offers end April 1st. Toyota, let's go places. Today's episode is brought to you by cars.com.
0: Hello everyone and welcome to a special edition of Finsider Daily right here on the Finsider, part of the SB Nation Network. And today we're going to talk about the thing on everyone's mind, and that is whether or not the Miami Dolphins will make a trade for perennial pass rusher, Jadavian Clowney. What might a trade look like? Is Jadavian Clowney worth it? And how will it affect the 2019 Miami Dolphins? All of this and more on today's edition of Finsider Daily. Hello everyone and welcome to a special August 28th edition of Finsider Daily. I am your host, Josh Houtz. You can follow me on Twitter at at @Houtz, Houtz, In the last several hours, the biggest thing on every Dolphins fan's mind is whether or not Jadavian Clowney will eventually end up on the Miami Dolphins. And I cannot sit here and tell you one way or the other whether or not this trade will go down. I cannot sit here and tell you whether or not the Dolphins are going to give up a Kenyan Drake or a Kenny Stills, or an Albert Wilson. But what I can tell you is this. The Miami Dolphins are very interested, and for a guy that is only 26 years old, a former first overall pick in the 2014 NFL draft, a guy that many believed was one of the best defensive end prospects in many, many years, and opposite of J.J. Watt, was going to light the world on fire. Obviously, he did never live up to that potential, but he is still 26 years old, and there is plenty of time and a Brian Flores defense, where Jadavian Clowney can go in there, and he can put an end to that reign in New England. You know, Tom Brady wants to sit here and say he's going to play till he's forty, till he's forty-five, till he's fifty. You're not doing that with Jadavian Clowney coming off one side. And we're going to talk about how this affects the rest of the team. Obviously, a guy like Charles Harris who has emerged as a very good pass rusher this offseason. Obviously, this would be a very, very good signing for a guy like him. Because, I mean, let's be honest. It's going to be a lot easier for him on that side with Jadavian Clowney. The offense worrying about what he's going to do. But enough with that. Let's look at what Jadavian Clowney is, and he has been in the NFL for five seasons. He is six foot five, 255 pounds. Throughout his five-year NFL career, he has re- recorded 205 tackles, 54 of those were an assist. He has two defensive touchdowns and 29 sacks. So if you do the math, there he's averaging about a little over five point whatever or sacks this season I'm no mathematician but that's not great for a guy that you just spent the first overall pick on but again and one thing everyone has to remember is there's no cap to this guy that this is not saying you know they make this trade and you are getting the same player that they had in Houston and that can be good or bad but at the end of the day Jadavian Clowney was again a once in a generation talent coming out of South Carolina did not live up to that potential yet But I do think in a Brian Flores defense, a defense that uses those multiple fronts, I think he's better suited for a 4-3. I know they are trying to roll with that hybrid. They'll be playing plenty of 3-4. He'll probably be moved all throughout the defense. And for a team that many believe was all in on Trey Flowers, yes, there are reports that consider, you know, maybe Dolphins did not quite like Trey Flowers as much as some have said. We'll never know if that's true or not. But if, if the Dolphins were indeed one of those teams, That went right down to the wire with Detroit. For a guy like Trey Flowers that Brian Flores already proved. That he could use all throughout his defense. And turn into a very, very good talent. A guy that can go out there and get a huge paycheck based off of his play. I don't see why Jadavian Clowney could not at the very least be our Trey Flowers. And for Dolphin fans, you should be over the moon excited. And we're going to sit here and talk about why this makes sense. Why it doesn't. What the draft compensation could be. Who the players that might be that could be moved. But at the end of the day, the Miami Dolphins heading into this year, they needed a quarterback, they needed help on the offensive line, and they needed a pass rusher. And we know Charles Harris is again emerging. We know Nate Orchard is emerging. We know there are different players here and there that are starting to prove that they may have potential to be suitable defensive ends, to be suitable edge rushers in the NFL. But at the end of the day, you do not pass on a guy like Jadavian Clowney, and I don't care whether you, or not you believe this is a tank I don't care whether or not you believe the Dolphins are not going to be successful for two or three years down the road. Because at the end of the day, you bring in a guy like Jadavian Clown, and we can sit here and talk about the Dolphins' defense all we want. We know that Matt Schaub, they drove down the field 90 yards, old man Schaub, at will. But no one can sit here and deny that that defense is filled with talented players. And if they can put all that all them tools together, they have the potential to be one of the top units in the league for many years to come. And you look at the safety position, you know, you got Rashad Jones there. You got Bobby McCain. You don't know if Rashad Jones is in the future plans, but you got Bobby McCain under contract. He just moved into free safety. You have to like the prospects of that right there. Uh, defensive back, yes, we need another one. We have Xavier Howard, Eric Rose starting to emerge. We know Micah Fitzpatrick's going to play in the nickel, going to move all over. Linebackers, I mean, when Raquan's healthy, we don't know what's going to happen with Kiko Alonso. We know Sam is starting to step up. Jerome Baker. Could be the most talented player on this defense pre Jadavian Clowney. But again, linebackers are looking pretty good. And then you look at the front, and that's what we got to talk about here. I mean, you got Christian Wilkins in the middle. You got Devon Godchall. You got Vincent Taylor. They got rid of Akeem Spence. That's a pretty good rotation. And that's a young group of defensive linemen that are going to just continue to get better each and every day. And that's all you can ask.
1: This is Advertiser Content, brought to you by Frito Lay.
0: Just go to frito No purchase necessary. Sweepstakes ends 4-3-2023. Void or prohibitive. Here's where the snacks awarded in the form of 52 coupons, each good for one bag of chips. See official rules at frito And I sat down did a podcast with Jake Menon and we talked about Vincent Taylor and what we thought he could become. If given those opportunities, I stand by that, and I'm sure he does as well. I mean, I think in this defense... You know, you got to have Devon Godshaw in there because he has been an absolute stud next to Christian Wilkins. But Vincent Taylor can be that rotational player while Christian Wilkins eats up those guys inside, those two, three blocks. Let those other guys feast. And again, you got Charles Harris on one side coming after the quarterback, and now you just traded for Jadavian Clowney. Again, a 26-year-old stud that coming out of college, many believe to be the next great thing. We're going to run down his uh, PFF, his pro football focus grades throughout his five-year career. The first one, Obviously, he only had 144 snaps as a rookie, finished with a 59.4 grade. He was a 75 against the run, and I think that's the biggest thing when you look at Jadavian Clowney is he is very, very good against the run. This is something that a Dolphins defensive end, a Dolphins outside linebacker, wherever you think he might line up, has not been very good at for many years. We have been gashed in the run game. You're starting to see it again with that front seven this year. You know, they're starting to make plays and are starting to keep backs in the backfield and not give up those easy yards. Because for so many years, the Dolphins were just swish cheese, getting gashed by the opposing running backs with no answer. Well, that has changed, and you're bringing in a guy now that not only is a what many believe to be a very good pass rusher, he's even better against the run from when you're looking at his grades. okay? So he had a 59.4 overall grade as a rookie. That was only 144 snaps. You then go to 2015, a 77.8 overall grade, 86.2 against the run, 64 pass rush. Okay, so again, very, very good against the run, starting to get better against the pass. The next year, 75.6 overall, 85 run defense, 71.3 pass rusher. Again, the run D dropped a little bit, but he's still right there with some of the best defensive ends in the league. Pass rush slowly starting to pick up. 2017, 75.4 overall grade. 81.1 against the run, 74.7 against the pass as a pass rusher. So, again, very good grades. And then last season, 89.5 overall. He was nearly an elite defensive end last season, folks. And you can sit here and you can run down the numbers. You can look at his stats. You can say, okay, he didn't do this well. He didn't do this well. The guy was playing at an elite level. 89.5 overall, 91.8 against the run, 79.7 as a pass rusher. So what does that mean? That means that Jadavian Clowney is an absolute stud. And he's 26 years old. And I know if you're going to make that trade, which we are getting ready to talk about, you're going to have to pay him a ton of money next year. And let's just be completely honest. He's going to get tendered this year. He's going to sign that franchise tag. He's going to come to the Dolphins, making about $19 million this season. They have the opportunity next year, in January, to either reach a long-term deal Or to franchise tag him again. And I know it sounds crazy to franchise tag a guy that's been really angry in Houston because they slapped that franchise tag on him. We're seeing it now in the NFL. These players don't want to continue to be franchise tagged and have their futures uncertain. I think the Dolphins will eventually find a way to lock up Jadavian Clowney if this trade is made. You do not make this trade unless Jadavian Clowney is part of your long-term plans. And again, everyone can sit here and say, well, we're tanking this year. They're going to draft a quarterback next year, so they might not be good. Guess what, guys? If you make this trade for Jadavian Clowney, if you start Josh Rosen, your future's starting to come into perspective. Josh Rosen going to be a solid quarterback. You have a ton of picks next year, no matter what you up for Jadavian Clowney, to do whatever you want. And you have upwards of $100 million in cap space. So I don't think it matters that you don't have Laramie Tunsil signed yet, you don't have Jadavian Clowney signed, if you make that trade. There's plenty of room to work with. And I think that's what we got to talk about right now is Laramie Tunsell Guys, I know there's lots of rumors. Matthew Kanata is one of the most respectable people that I know, and I've been there. I've been in group chats with him when he says, you know, the Dolphins have interest in this Brian Flores guy. I honest, I admittedly said, who the hell is that? I wanted Chris Richards. But Kanata mentioned Brian Flores before anyone did. And I was trying to get on a bet DSI to put a bet in because he had like 20 or 30 to 1 odds. And that was after this whole thing went down. And then a couple days later, you know, it started to leak out. You know, Chris Greer traveled to New England. He really likes this Brian Flores guy. And you know what? I said, wow. Kanata was right. And I've said that several times throughout doing this podcast. I'm not going to sit here and talk about sources because I have none. But, guys, Laramie Tunzel's not getting traded. If Laramie Tunzel gets traded for Jadavian Clowney, that is a one step forward, two steps back type of move. Left tackles are one of the most, uh, I want to say, sought after. It's like a unicorn. You know, they call Preston Williams the glitch, the unicorn. You have a 25 year old elite left tackle. You do whatever you can to pay that guy. I don't. I don't care what you have to do. You do not trade him for Davian Clowney, as good of a pass rusher as he is, as good as I'm going to say here and break down. You know, I think the Dolphins should make this trade. I've been saying this since it first came out. I've been getting a little bit of backlash, you know, because that's just what happens. I said as soon as Josh Rosen was, what could have been on the trade block, I was one of the few people that sat there and said I would absolutely trade a second-round pick for Josh Rosen, adamantly throughout the month each month would pass I would make that trade for Josh Rosen if this was the perfect NFL draft for me one of those trades would be for Josh Rosen. Jadavian Clowney news breaks it's the same exact thing this is an elite pass rusher 26 years old that you can build around and make that defense better it just makes too much sense to make this trade unless Laramie Tunsil is the deal breaker I will not trade away Laramie Tunsell. he will be the Dolphins left tackle for many many years so guys I have no sources But my heart of heart is telling you that Laramie Tunsil is going nowhere. So now we're going to move on from that. Laramie Tunsil's not getting traded, so who could be? We know Lamar Miller just went down with an injury, and anyone that sits there and says, you know, oh, Duke Johnson's time is now in Houston. Guys, it's not Duke Johnson's time in Houston. He's a very good running back, very good third down back. Do I think he could handle the workload down there? Do I think he'd be a very good back in that offense? Absolutely. But if you have a chance to trade for a guy like Kenyon Drake, which, again, is a unrestricted free agent next year. So he is not in the Dolphins' long-term plans as of now. Sure, they're selling his white throwback. There's only two that they're selling. I'm going to get a little heated here. There's a Minka Fitzpatrick jersey in the team shop, and there's a Kenyon Drake. And I think that there has to be something there that they did that intentionally. But at the end of the day, please, Tom Garfinkel, whoever's in charge of that pro shop, please get those white throwbacks in there because I'm coming down week two. And if I don't leave there with a Josh Rosen or even a Jadavian Clowney white throwback, I'm going to be irate. So please do what you got to do because I'm sick of looking at 2018 jerseys in there, okay? You are an NFL franchise. You should have it. The newest and latest jerseys. And that's the end of my rant. But anyway, what was, what was I talking about? Okay, Kenyon Drake. I think Kenyon Drake is a – I think he's running back one. I said it all offseason long. I think he's better than Kalen Balazs. I think he has a better skill set, better in the passing game, better as a runner. You saw the Yahoo Sports uh, Brad Evans went out there and said that Caitlin Bellage's vision reminds him of a blind bass and hound. That is perfect because Caitlin Bellage does not see the holes. He's not that explosive. I do think he is going to have a very good season, but he's not Kenyon Drake. I think Kenyon Drake's the better running back. But again, he is not signed into 2020. The Dolphins have not yet approached him, under, to my knowledge, for a new contract. And his fit in Houston would be absolutely perfect. You cannot tell me that skill set in an offense with Deshaun Watson. Um uh, DeAndre Hopkins, the best receiver in the NFL. Kiki Cootie. Uh, Will Fuller. I know I butchered Cootie's name, but I, I don't care. Will Fuller. You know, they might trade for Kenny Stills. They might get Albert Wilson. I mean, those are names also being linked there. They they have a need for a receiver. They have a need for a running back. And they have a need for an offensive lineman. Well, the Dolphins have no offensive lineman to trade. They're not giving up Tunsil again. So when you move on to the next thing. Kenyon Drake. Okay. I mean... I just said how much I like Kenny Drake, but would I give up Kenny and Drake for an elite pass rusher? Yes, I would. I love Kenny Stills. We know everything that's been going on this offseason. We're not gonna talk about that. Would I give up Kenny Kenny Stills for Jadavian Clowney? Yes, I absolutely would. Where it gets really tricky for me as an Albert Wilson stand, coming off that hip injury is whether or not I would part ways with him based on that three and four game sample that he had last year where he looked like every time he touched the football. It, good things were happening. You know, every time he touched a football, a touchdown was happening. Whether he was running it in, where he was catching it, whether he was throwing it to Jakeem Grant, whether they were high-fiving down the field. I mean, Albert Wilson is a stud, and I think in this offense, he is going to explode. So for me, I don't... I want Jadavian Clowney, okay? I see that there is a bigger need there. I think long-term, Jadavian Clowney would be a better fit here in Miami than a guy like... You know, I think there's more to that position. I think I value that a bit more. So for me... If I had to give up Albert Wilson, I would. Devontae Parker's another name you have to throw out there because I mean, we know where he lies with the Dolphins. New Year knew him. He still was a little bit banged up by injury. Could be the Dolphins Mike Evans. I made that joke, you know, with Ryan Fitzpatrick coming in. I was like, oh yeah, he could be the Dolphins Mike Evans. Yeah, okay, he was supposed to be a faster Alshon Jeffrey too. So I'm tempering my expectations here. If you're asking me which of those receivers I would least like to pass to trade away, Albert Wilson, obviously, but for me, I don't think any of those guys would be untradable for a guy that has the potential to be Jadavian Clowney. I mean, I, I think that if you're going to can get a Jadavian Clowney, that is a guy that, again, I think can completely change his defense, completely change that front, completely change what the Dolphins hope to do this season and many seasons after. You have to make that trade. You just absolutely have to. I can't sit here and tell you what a long term deal would look like, but I I think if you make this trade, he is part of the future. And if not, and let's just say if not, say he comes, he doesn't play as well as you had hoped, you know, you move on from him. Well, guess what? The Dolphins could going to get a conditional compensatory third-round pick next year. You know, a 2020-2021 third-round draft pick. I mean, that's huge. And I think that teams, we have to realize this, you know, teams, they let these guys walk in free agency and they get compensatory picks. The Dolphins will get at least a third-round 2021 compensatory draft pick for Jadavian Clowney. I just think there's too much good there for the Dolphins to pass up on this. And, yes, you can sit here and we can play devil's advocate. And, you know, you see the rumors. You know, why would he – he doesn't want to play in Miami. You know, he, he wants to go to a contender in Seattle and Philly. Guys, he has no state taxes down in Florida. Guys, it's Florida. And I know those teams are Super Bowl contenders, but they don't have the same type of cap space They don't have the same situation that the Dolphins have to offer. And one thing we need to remember, and something that Seth C. Payne, at Seth C. Payne, tweeted out earlier today, and it said, For what it's worth, Dolphins GM Chris Greer is the son of Bobby Greer, who was with the Texans personnel department from 2000 to 2016. The Texans drafted Clowney in 2014. Bobby has done some work as an advisor to the Dolphins since 2017. I mean... It's there, guys. I mean, there's definitely familiarity between the two two uh, organizations. We know Bill O'Brien and Brian Flores have their New England ties. I just think there's too much smoke there for this not to go through. Again, I don't think it'll be for Tunsell. I, I think it's going to be more like Drake and a receiver and a pick, a mid-round pick. You make that trade all day long. You figure out a way to get this guy locked up long-term, and you go on your way. But let's play devil's advocate, why we should not trade for Jadavion Clowney. Well, he's 26 years old. Well, people like to say he has that injury bug. You know, he's been riddled by injury throughout his career. Guys, he's only missed 3 games in the last 3 years. So, it's not as big of a deal as many believe, but the injuries are there. I mean, it's still obviously an issue. People are still concerned about it. So, maybe you don't want to trade for a 26-year-old that you might think has already peaked. And you're looking at the def- you're looking at the defensive ends in this year's draft. We got Chase Young from Ohio State. We got AJ Epenesa from Iowa. I mean, those are two premier pass rushers there, and I may have butchered his name. I was saying Espinosa all freaking offseason long, so at least I got close. Am I right? But there are some elite pass rushers that could even be better than Jadavian Clowney in next year's draft. But then again, if you want a quarterback, if you Josh Rosen is not the guy and you're hell-bent on going quarterback, you're not going to be able to give up that. You're not going to be able to use that first-round pick on a defensive end. So there's good and there's bad with this trade for me. I mean, I'm 100% for it. Again, if I have to get up Albert Wilson, it would pain the hell out of me. If, But I'd still do it. And I think at the end of the day, that's what it's all about. Laramie Tunsil, untouchable. I'm not moving Laramie Tunsil for anything. If someone offered me two first-round picks, you'd have to make that trade. If someone offered me one first-round pick, do I think I can go and get another Laramie Tunsel? I'm not taking that risk. Because, again, left tackle is the important, most important position on the offensive line. I know you're going to sit here and tell me if two is left-handed, then it's right tackle, guys. I don't care about that. Laramie Tunsil... Is an elite left tackle, one of the five best left tackles in the NFL. At me, it's Houtz, H-O-U-T-Z. But that's it, folks. At the end of the day, we don't know whether or not this trade's going to go down, but we've seen lots of reputable people talking about it. You know, Adam Beasley started to talk about it. Uh, you know, Ian Rapoport. Different people started to break this news throughout the day. And if you're a Dolphins fan, you're excited because, yes, this was a tank job. Yes, they were not going to be uh, competitive this year. But if you're making a trade for Jadavian Klein before the season starts, if you're going in there with a young 22-year-old quarterback like Josh Rosen, who appeared by many accounts to be the best quarterback again in preseason, I don't care what Ryan Fitzpatrick did in practice and training camp. I didn't get to see that stuff. All we got to see is what happens on game day. Josh Rosen's the clear-cut, better quarterback. I don't know how that'll play out, obviously, but I do think that if you're making that trade for Davian Clowney, the 2019 season completely changes. and the future, I mean, you're probably solidified there at defensive end. You know, if Charles Harris continues to take that next step like he's been, you might be pretty set at defensive end then. And that's a position that, again, coming into this year, I had quarterback ranked number one. Defensive end was right behind it. So I think you got to make this trade for Davian Clowney. And then there's also the option, you know, maybe the Dolphins decide not to trade for him. He plays a season in Houston, signs his tender, and then he's a free agent next year. He could be franchise-tagged again by Houston because why would you not do that? Try to get another pick for him. You know, you shouldn't just let a guy like Jadavian Clowney walk. I think they're going to eventually take the better deal. I think that's going to be with the Dolphins. They're going to get starting running back in Kenya Drake. They'll get a starting wide receiver, whether it be Kenny Stills, Albert Wilson, Devontae Parker. And then they'll get a mid-round pick, a third or a fourth. To me, a third makes sense because, again, if he decides to walk next offseason, you're getting that complimentary pick back. Uh, in 2021, I guess it'd be a conditional, compensatory pick, whatever, whatever the word is. It begins with a C. I'm I'm all over the place, but at the end of the day, I think signing Javian Clowney, making that trade, is what's in the best interest for the Miami Dolphins. Not only in 2019, because you can sit here and say it's a move to compete this year, but you got to look at it long term. And this is a guy that, again, is 26. You know, so even if you're planning on competing in 2021, he's going to be what 28. I think you make that. I think you take that risk. I think he's a guy that. With the coaching that Brian Flores does, can really excel in this defense. Move him all over the defensive line. He's a stud against the run. He can get to the quarterback. He can drop back in coverage a little bit. He's the perfect defensive end for this system. To me, it's a no-brainer. Do what it takes to get you Davian Clowney. Just don't give up Laramie Tunsil. And the last thing I want to talk about before I wrap things up is the quarterback competition. We know Ryan Fitzpatrick came down with an illness today in practice or prior to practice, so I don't know how that is going to affect Thursday's preseason game. Will they go with Jake Roddick for the entire game if Josh Rosen was going to be the starter? To me, it's just another reason for them to give Ryan Fitzpatrick the starting gig. It disgusts me, but if that's the way they see it, let him go, because once you go to Josh Rosen, you cannot go back to Ryan Fitzpatrick. Those are the facts. If you need to start Ryan Fitzpatrick, let him get his butt handed to him in those first four games. Make the transition at the bye. Go for it. And the very last thing, one thing we got to talk about is today in Brian Flores' press conference, he got very upset because people parked in handicapped spots. Do not be that guy. Do not. It doesn't matter what type of rush you're in. Never, ever, ever park in a handicapped spot unless you are handicapped, unless someone you are with is handicapped. Don't be a jerk. Make the world a better place. an eye on your phone tomorrow. I think this trade could go down within the next 48 hours. I'm purely speculating. But whether or not it happens the Dolphins will be much better off with Jadavian Clowney on their team in 2019 and the future. For this edition of the Finsider Daily, I'm Josh Houts. I'll talk to you next time. That was Finsider Radio, part
2: of the Finsider.com and the SB Nation Network.
0: Miami has the
2: Dolphins, the greatest football team. We take the ball from goal to goal like no one's ever seen. We're in the air, we're on the ground, we're always in control. And when you say Miami, Talking Super Bowl, cause we're the Miami Dolphins. Miami...